Welcome to the Mixing Babies and Business podcast. I'm your host, Amy Lynch, and I'll be covering all things parenthood, business, flexible, and remote work with kids. I'll be sharing a mixture of solo mini episodes and interviews with other business and community leaders who also happen to be parents. Season three of the podcast has been sponsored by the Startup Community Empowerment Fund, which is presented by Startup Canada, MasterCard Canada, Sovereign Insurance, and UPS Canada. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a review online. It helps other parents find the podcast. Visit mixingbabiesandbusiness.com. Rashmi Surdesh Pandey is a mom of two and a lawyer turned children's author who loves taking big ideas and making them accessible and exciting for young readers. Her books have been recognized by Book Trust, listed in the Times and Sunday Times Best Children's Books of the Year, and she is a World Book Day author. This is the first of three mini episodes of our conversation, which took place in October. In this interview, we talk about how Rashmi's writing routines have changed over the past couple of years and how she made the leap into a new industry and career. Let's get into it. Thank you so much. Are you feeling better? I am, yes. I think so, a little bit of residual tiredness, but that could just be life, to be honest. And, you know, it's been a busy year. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling like you, I think, right now. We're a month ago because our kids are both sick. But they're oh, no. they're still able to be at school, but um, it's the seasonal it stuff is. happening. Winter is hard. Winter is hard. Yeah, so I'll get right into it. I was researching your kind of like everybody else during the pandemic. It seems like it's been a roller coaster. So I was researching. You know, in March 2020, you had publication dates bumped on two of your books, and events canceled, and you wrote about converting your writing room into a YouTube studio slash homeschool. <laughs> And you went from that to then working on four books at the exact same time. Mm -hmm. Can you just give us a bit of an overview of what some of the ways you've adapted your workflow during the pandemic have been? Sure. I mean, it was, I mean, as it was for everyone, so unexpected caught me off guard. I had a system where I would write while the children were at school. And then when they were asleep in the evenings, luckily, they're little five and seven to sleep at seven. So great. I had that whole setup. But suddenly, it was home learning. And everyone's in the house. And my husband was doing loud calls from another room. And there was all of this going on. And obviously, the, the, the stress and anxiety around everything. And I'm a creature of routine. So the one thing that I had to do to adapt very quickly was to find a new routine. Luckily for me, my kids are also creatures of routine because I may have accident, well, quite deliberately <laughs> fostered the environment for that because I couldn't have coped otherwise as, as a parent and as someone working. So um, it was about finding a new routine. And so I integrated their home learning into my day. And I wrote in the margins of the day as I have a very good writing friend who uses this expression, um, the margins of, of my day. And it really felt like that. I had to, I had to juggle and I learned, I relearned things about about time blocking that I had always thought sound nice, but I never had to implement until the crunch came. And there was just no other way that I could have dealt with it than saying, right, this is when we're going to work on this book. Until that is done, we're not going to move on to this. This is your section of the day to work on this type of book. And that routine is is what made it possible for me. 
I'm fully supportive of time blocking myself and did that a lot. You know, I still do it, but it was kind of sanity saving because I'm also a visual person and I found I had to write it on a physical calendar where I could see it in multiple places because I just was forgetting things a lot more quickly. You also have shared a lot about your journey, you know, from uh, being a lawyer turned writer and you had a few detours along the way. So you mentioned that you've gone to business school you initially set up a business and then you ended up closing it down and you're now a published author. So can you tell us a bit more in your own words about your journey so far as a writer and how your family life impacted this decision, if at all? It did definitely, because for me, I love being a lawyer, actually. I mean, it's it's a world away from what I do now. I worked in the city, but I liked it. I loved my team. I worked on, you know, all the glamorous deals. And of course, you know, you, 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 can, you can fall in love with that. That lifestyle but I was working all hours and running myself into the ground and I couldn't really see a future where that would change and also at my heart I always kind of felt I grew up thinking I wanted to do something creative I wanted to do something where I'm flexible and I kind of cheesily wanted to change the world and that obviously was not going to happen in my old job so I left on a high actually where things were good I left early before I got kind of felt you know you reach a stage sometimes where you don't want to leave because you've been you've invested so much you don't want to to lose that momentum and that trajectory but I left early and I did business school um, at London Business School which was great and that was me looking for my next move but while everyone around me was moving back into kind of consulting and all of this stuff I still hadn't found my thing after business school I worked with an education think tank I tried a few different things volunteered with a lovely group called mums in tech and you know meeting some great people but again what where was my place in the world I hadn't figured that out I set up a business with a friend which is like the one thing they teach you in business school not to do I did it and I regretted it she's a lovely friend but we weren't meant to do business together and that business wasn't right for us and I did that while having a baby so this is me juggling the business and baby and it still wasn't hitting all of those things that I wanted the flexibility I was working all hours but yet earning nothing so it's just kind of the worst of all the worlds then because of my children I had two children quite close together 15 months apart I just discovered children's books again. And that is when I remembered that I loved writing. And I realized that children's books today are more diverse than ever. They're really rich and beautiful and exciting and clever. And I wanted to get into that. It just so happened that I was on Twitter and I saw a call out for a Penguin Random House mentoring program for underrepresented writers, people who don't see themselves in books very often, people who don't see themselves as authors very often. I was like, hey, I don't. Maybe I should just apply. Like, what what do I have to lose? Nothing's going to happen. I applied but something did happen I got through to the next round and the next round and then I was face to face with an editor talking about a picture book about a t-rex which actually became my first ever fiction picture book we just clicked and I realized that this was my thing that I'd been looking for all this time and yes to go back to your question about whether you know family drove that decision it was a kind of I mean you don't know if you're going to have children or not nobody knows you know what the future holds but I knew that if I did I needed a flexible life and even if I didn't I needed flexibility to spend time with my family myself to yes not destroy my health and so I needed something that would do all of that and something I could be really proud of and I feel like I found all of those things in writing for children yeah and I'm gonna have to take a picture of your your interview before we log off this call because you have all your books behind you it's beautiful (laughs) you must feel so proud just looking at 
what you've achieved in such a short space of time. And I remember meeting you in a business program that we were both in a business coaching program. And I think you were going through that journey of shutting down the business and <laughs> the lessons you've learned from going into business with a friend. But I don't yeah. know if you'd yet gotten a, a book deal or an agent or a publishing deal yet. Have you found any of your skills that you learned in law have applied to your writing career in terms of you're now in the publishing industry, but you're negotiating different contracts and relationships? Have you been able to carry any of that over with you? Oh, so much because publishing has two things that make it very similar to law, I think. One is that it's a relationships-based business. And I think, well, maybe all business is, is relationships based. And if you're good at building relationships, nurturing them, thinking about what the other party wants, what they need, and how you can meet each other in the middle. I mean, that's what we do as a lawyer. And that's what we do in publishing. And you do that when you talk to an editor about what a book needs to be. Um, you do that with an agent when you talk about strategy. <laughs> you need, you know, good relationships in the industry. You need relationships with other writers, with booksellers, with librarians and teachers. And I think I've been really lucky in being able to build build those in a very short period of time. I'm really new to this industry, but sometimes I forget because the support I have here is phenomenal. But that's all relationships and and I really value those. So that's one thing. And the other thing is um, being able to deal with large volumes of work in short spaces of time, because that's my life. You know, they want to get something to market and you'll be turning over comments over and over. More comments come in, you'll push them back. You'll get more in, you process them. What else did I do as a lawyer? I used to just process comments and and in a way that you know the document remains sort of it flows seamlessly as if you didn't have the changes and that's basically what you do with a contract and that's what I have to do with a book so it's the same thing to me it's um it's just something more fun big thanks to Rashmi for taking part of her day to answer my questions about her writing workflows entering into entrepreneurship and how she has set up her life to prioritize flexibility. Stay tuned for the next two episodes where we'll talk about creative practices, what we can learn from children when it comes to trying new things, and the importance of self-compassion. Check out Rashmi and her work at RashmiSurdishPande.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your network and leave a review. It helps other parents find the podcast. You can access more business resources for parents on my website covering startup, entrepreneurship, flexible and remote work news at mixingbabiesandbusiness.com. Thanks for listening.